What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bling Talks. I'm your host, Anthony Haddad, and I am here today with Catherine Schuller, who is the founder and creative savant behind Power Pieces. Uh, Catherine, thank you so much for being on here. Uh, I know you're busy. I know you got a lot going on, and I, I really appreciate it and cannot wait to dive into this with you because it is super cool and super unique um, and I can't wait for people to to hear it so again thank you for being on today I appreciate it thanks for having me Anthony this is exciting I mean I'm I I am uh, right at the beginning stages of this idea so uh, for people to gravitate towards it it really helps me you know focus and and, and keep a vision happening because I think that as as entrepreneurs, as serial entrepreneurs, we need to to have those those uh, elements in our life that that push us forward and to show us where to go. And a great idea is just going to sit in a drawer somewhere. And you know, this is really one of those things that's kind of taken off, and it's got a life of its own. So I'm I'm really happy to be able to explore this with you. It's going to be an exciting journey. Yeah, I can't I can't wait to dive into you know how you got into the the seat that you're in right now. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a classic story of entrepreneurship. I mean, literally turning trash into treasure. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, let, let, how'd you, how'd you get into, first of all, let's talk about really quickly the type of jewelry and, and, and craftsmanship and art that you're creating uh, because it's, it's, it's not your typical bridal jeweler. Um, you know, and it, it's not, it's, it's very unique. So yeah. Right. You know, I, 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 it's more transformational art because I, uh, I came from the fashion business. I was one of the first plus size models in the eighties and I was always about diversity and I was always about inclusivity. And so I've been kind of always, um, artistic in my approach to having people think out of the box. Cause I was not the typical model. I was, you know, size 14 and uh, I had to break through a lot of barriers that way. And I think, you know, it, it, it caused me to, to, to actually wind up at Marvel Comics because they were hiring um, models because they didn't have cosplayers in those days in the 80s, 90s. They were caught, they had to, you know, hire models from agencies to dress up in costume. So they wanted to go to this plus size agency and get models to be She-Hulk. So I came down to Marvel and it was just to go see. And uh, I met Mark Grunewald, who was the editor-in-chief. No, he was the senior executive editor of Marvel Comics. And that's that's what he, um, that's what he kind of, uh, that was his title. And um, I, I got to know him and I got to talk to him and he said I wasn't right for the role because I wasn't beefed up enough. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, I'm, average. I'm not, you know, I'm not buffed. So that was my, that was my rejection. Uh, and it turned into be somebody I wound up dating and marrying. And I said, you know, it just, uh, you never know where life's going to take you or, or, you know, what's, what's going to happen to you. And I was suddenly thrust into this comic book world and um, I got 
very hooked on it. And I loved the creativity of these people who were living by their wits like I was and um, thinking up stories and characters and, uh, you know, working with Stan Lee. And I, I just never really was exposed to that. So um, we wound up getting married in 96 and then, um, I mean, 92, and he passed away in 96. So uh, he was very young and uh, it was left a devastating hole in the industry. So I became his legacy advocate. That's one of the titles that I took on. And so he was the number two guy and he was the heart and soul of Marvel Comics. So I needed to be his, um, to, to really come up with projects that reflected what he, what he meant. So, uh, first thing I opened the will, I want to be cremated and my ashes put into a comic book. So I did that with Marvel. Wow. We put the Squadron Supreme and it was one of his best-selling graphic novels. So his ashes were actually into the ink. And um, so that really made me the wacky widow. And I realized that, you know, I was, I was onto something here because I was saying things like, well, he threw himself into his work and <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. I had a comedy group and so did he I had a group in the 80s called the nerve and he had cheap laughs so we were um we were kind of you know that joined by comedy and uh, so you know I just stuck with my fashion and he stuck with his his comics and you know he always said fashion and comics had a lot in common so when he passed away I got to be very good friends with a lot of his fans uh, because his fans loved him so much and they got him on such a deep level. When they contacted me, I reached out. We have the internet now. I reached out and now there are a lot of my very good friends and we came up with projects together because they used, they were very successful businessmen now they read him as little boys and now it's a thrill for them to you know to be working with the widow of one of their heroes their childhood heroes so um i just you know and i'm i'm gonna uh, mark was a that kind of way too he his ideas evolved so things evolve so um i always wanted to do fashion week meets comic-con so we came up with cosmoda so cosmoda is cosplay runway and uh, my producer is one of Mark's hugest fans. And I love the fact that I, you know, can give him a little, you know, um, he's, he's got a boring printing business and this gives him excitement and, and, and a way back into his nostalgia and his youth and his complete nerdiness is, is well, well appreciated because we're on panels together. I knew the man. But he really knows his work. And that's the that's the good part. So um they also, I mean, oh, you know Yeah, just so just one one thing. Sorry to so how did you so you basically are merging comic books and fashion jewelry into right. one. Right. Right. And so that his, is, yeah. his his one of his friends had a flood in his comic book store and he, I'm sustainable too. I'm into sustainability because I want to do for mother nature what I did for the plus size woman. So I um, always uh, don't, I don't throw things out. I recycle. And so I said, don't throw them out. I'll do something with them. And I'd always been looking for decoupage images, you know, old, uh, old comics recycled into some sort of a bangle. You know, I was always looking for that at Comic-Cons and I never found it. So I 
uh, I know some jewelry makers uh, who do resin. And I said, um, can I do some decoupage bracelets with, uh, with you and you can teach me this resin. So I have, I have a room full of warped comics, old comics that nobody can sell that, that are destroyed. And I'm transforming them into power pieces and making them into jewelry. So I find these, these bangles and bracelets and little trinkets and earrings and, uh, uh, you know, necklaces and, you know, things that I'm going to transform and none of them are the same. No one is the same. So I'll have maybe 10 pieces of one, something I've found and order it and make, and, and make it into a power piece. Yeah. So it's, I think that's just such a classic story of entrepreneurship. I mean, really just taking something that someone was going to throw into the trash and creating an entire business about it that has such a unique and powerful story behind it. Um, and at the end, I mean, the end consumer is probably getting a piece that they like, they will never find anywhere else and probably means a ton to them because we all know Marvel is, you know, it's like a more than a more than fans, you know, it's, exactly it's obsessed with. It. So kudos to you. It's not I can do anime, I can do manga, I can do DC comics, you know, pretty much anything that is on paper, I can put onto a piece of jewelry, the costume jewelry, you know, and it, it, it really transforms it so nicely. And I also make containers that the bracelets and pieces can fit in. These are soup containers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I eat a lot of soup. Um, mm -hmm. And I just take the the uh, the extra, you know, discarded pieces of of uh, of the uh, scraps of the comic book, and then I just put the the jewelry inside like that. It fits just perfectly, and this yeah. is all we decide to do. And you know, I just uh, I, I think that it's it, it's a complete. And then I have the logo inside, so that when you open up the the, the little container, it power pieces in there. So um, you know, it's just. It's like very rustic marketing, but you know, it's kind of, kind of quaint and everybody gets it. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and, um, it, definitely a, a unique piece to get. So, um, how have you, how have you started to see success? Well, I, it happened, the flood happened around November. And so I started making power pieces and I was wearing them and somebody said, oh, I, I want a Zayna bracelet for my girlfriend for Christmas. So all of the Christmas holidays, I was like Santa's workshop. I was making things and, you know, um, selling them. So I probably sold about 75 pieces over the Christmas holidays. And I was like, I don't even have a website. So I put up an Instagram and, uh, you know, it's pretty much word of mouth. I mean, I go to a party, I'll wear a piece, I'll the, and everybody. And I, you know, I just start talking about them. And sometimes I have a bag of jewelry and I, I sell three or four pieces, you know, what at, at the end of the night, you know, so it's very direct to consumer. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think that means that there's a need for them, you know, yeah. and that, that more people want them. Um, so, you know, how do you plan to grow it? I know I, I, I'm trying to, 
I can't keep up with the demand so much. So, uh, and I found some interns who are artistic, you know, they're like graphic designers and whatever. And I have them making some pieces for me. Um, and, uh, and they, they're coming up with some great stuff. I mean, they're, they're covering wallets and different little notebooks and tiles and coasters and things like that. And they're coming up with stuff that I wouldn't even have thought of myself. And um, so I'm using like just local talent and training them because there's a little bit of a learning curve. You know, you have to be able to uh, know where you're placing the, the images onto the piece and then how to do the resin and how to dry it. And, um, and that's pretty much it. So it's probably like a day's training. And so it's easy if the if they're artistically inclined uh, and really, you know, I pay them per piece and it's a it's a side hustle for them, you know, so uh, I could I could probably, you know, roll it out even more. I've just been asking around and getting my friends, you know, who have interns who, you know, the summer has been good because they, they're they have time on their hands. But uh, uh I, I, I really enjoy working with other artists who do who, who are doing their pieces. And then I'll do, you know, power pieces by Stephen Carrero, you know, so I could actually actually have a visiting artist do a series, too. So uh, things are coming to me. Things are dawning on me um, uh, ways to market it. And I'm down in Industry City, uh, a boutique down there really likes stories and narratives behind the, the artwork. And it's all Brooklyn made. And I don't live in Brooklyn per se, but I do a lot of work down there and I curate the fashion shows. So I'm in a store. I'm in Brooklyn made, you know, so uh, it, it's a I'm, I'm starting to get placed. And I also um I was out in Cheyenne, Wyoming, and I'm starting Cheyenne Fashion Week. And there's a lot of people moving in from Denver there. So I'm going to do a whole um, Roy Rogers and Dale Evans uh, power pieces for all of the cowboy community. So, I mean, I can really theme it out, Anthony. I can yeah. really. Yeah. yeah, you have a lot of addressable um, audiences. And yeah. Different types of, you know, lanes you could go down. So. Right. Um, and you know, everybody likes one. The, everybody likes the customization aspect of it. You know, so if you go into Cheyenne, Wyoming, you're not going to do Iron Man. You're going to do Dale Evans and Roy Rogers and Trigger. You know, so and that's going to be kitschy and cute and um, right in the pocket of what they want. And they have all these kind of stores, these Annie Oakley stores. And I took a look at that and I, I said, you know what, I'm going to find some old Dale Evans and Roy Rogers co comic books and make them. So, um, you know, and then they'll like the and I did a uh, I did an Ashograph um uh, signing out there, too, because uh, Mark Mark Runewald is is all pervasive. Everybody loves him. And, you know, they love the Ashograph, which is a resin mold of his autograph with ashes in it. And I put it on the cover of one of his famous books, uh, Contest of Champions, and he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. So the resin has, you know, informed me because I just put it in the ink when he first passed away. But you can't tell he's in there. Everybody's like, how do I know he's in there? I know he's in there because I put him in there. But it doesn't levitate on your nightstand, you know? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I created this resin mold of his autograph and just sprinkle the ashes in there. It dries. I pop it out and it looks like 
it really looks like cement. You know, it's like it's it, his his cremains are actually been able to see. And I just got that idea from seeing flowers and resin bracelets. And I was like, I bet ashes are going to work in there. And it did. So, you know, it's kind of like that's the way your mind works and you, you think up other things to do. And so resin has opened up a whole um, a whole uh, genre of uh, artistic expression for me. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. So I, I actually I want to ask about, OK, um, uh, probably a couple more questions. I, I want to ask about customization. So can um, someone send you a bracelet and, and have something custom made by you? Um, do you have certain pieces that you you typically work with? And, and feel free to show a couple of them, you know, so yeah, that I do. I find some pieces in stores like this piece I made with uh, Billy Tucci's uh, old moldy um, uh, uh, comic book, She. And you can see the mold in there actually adds to the integrity of the piece because it's it's not just a white background, but his autograph is on there. And uh, I just found this bib necklace and, you know, it looks kind of cool. And then somebody was wearing it as a visor, too. <laughs> and uh, then I make then I this this buckle style. I found Don't a, a little bit slow because on the video it's shaky and it's a little blurry. Um, okay. I'm not sure if it's. This is the buckle style. It's hard it's, to see. Maybe, yeah, I think maybe. You want to do cut away later? Maybe uh, pull it back towards you. I think it's just the camera. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So this is the buckle style and it's a, you know, it's a bracelet that opens like that. But I made a Captain America bracelet. Um, this is another um, kind of faceted uh, costume jewelry. It's just a bangle. I have them hinged though, because it sometimes you don't know the size of someone uh, with their, with their, um, but yeah, it just uh, whatever the piece is, you know. I, I I'm making tiles now. Somebody had some extra tiles, so that's I'm really making. Cool. That's really cool. Um, you could put a, you could use it as a coaster, or you could yeah. hang them on the wall. You know, this is Captain America one I made because Mark wrote Captain America longer than anyone, so I always make Captain America one if I can. But I just, I mean, these old, these old comics are, I mean, look at these old comics. These are like, you know, silver serve. This is going to be a bracelet someday. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, this is gonna that's be like never ending, uh, never ending uh, materials to work with. I have these geodes that are like just those uh, kind of um, glass geodes. And I made this for uh, a woman who loves Wonder Woman. And I always kind of, I always choose some balloon. It's is, it's is always, it never stops. <laughs> so I wish that, so I wish she, that could, you could see it clearly right now because I've seen some of these and they are like yeah. so detailed and it's just the quality of the video right now. I don't know if you can see it. It's a little, little blurry, but yeah, blurry. Um, we'll definitely be able to give the Instagram page and all that stuff. But I mean, the, the, the work is amazing. And thank you, Anthony. Oh my gosh. You're you're a rock star for sure. <laughs> Super cool. Um I'll I'll ask um you know really one one more question as far as you know 
how do you plan to use technology, AI, any of that type of stuff to grow the business? And if it's something that's just completely foreign to you, that's totally okay. It's very new stuff. Um, but I don't do, I can write my own content in a way I've used chat GBT and it doesn't, it, I, it doesn't have enough soul for me because I, my story is very deep. So I, it misses a lot, but I think in terms of making like an NFT or, uh, you know, have, uh, some artificial intelligence that, you know, shows you what the bracelet could look like ahead of time. You know, this is the silhouette of the bracelet. This is the style. And, you know, you can wrap, you can wrap the images this way and this is what you're going to get. So maybe ahead of time, they could see a little digital um, uh, avatar, you know, rendering of, of what it's going to look like. And they say, oh, no, no, I want that. I want that to have this and it needs that, needs that balloon in it. You know, we can, we can use it. I think would that, would that be something that would, I'm pretty new to it myself. Is that something that we could, I mean, we could do, you know, kind of like customize it ahead of time? Yeah, then- I have some really, actually some really good ideas that I just came up with right now. So um, <laughs> yeah, there is, you know, the chat GBT, definitely more on the content side. I mean, it, it it's just incredible when you know how to use it correctly. First, First of all, you can train it to to think like you. It can you can train it to understand your story and all that stuff. But from the creative side, I think there's some text to image capabilities. So possibly, um, you know, taking images that we already have, um, and or, you know, putting in prompts that would pull those images, and then we could merge that kind of with like print on demand to where there's, you know thousands of pieces and thousands of options of comics books and you're just plugging and playing them and oh yeah and they're ordering them and you're making them only as ordered and you're not even managing inventory that's it I really want to do that because I if you have extra pieces that's that's not sustainable you know in in addition to that one step further that we could do is then we can go out to all the jewelers and all the art galleries and give them a link to you know your print on demand platform and they can have their customers ordering from that link yeah yeah it's and it's transformational art so there's not going to be thousands of one piece it's still only going to be one or two of those which is what you have to do for licensing you know um like i was saying if you made a dress out of the New York Times newspaper, you wouldn't have to call the New York Times and tell them, you know, get permission. And that's the same thing with this. I mean, this is transformational art. You know, it's just, uh, you know, pieces of, of paper and it's not an, an image per se. Um, if it is, then there's only one of it. And, you right. know, Marvel kind of looks the other way in that, as I learned from Neil Adams, it's called embellishment. And you you kind of take it and you own it and you're just embellishing it. So um, I don't really have to worry about licensing. <laughs> so, Thank God. Awesome. And, and then, you know, guys, if that's a great place for us to end up. And and I'll, I'll definitely going to want, you know, people to be able to get a hold of you at the end of this. Yeah. So guys, look, if you've, listen this far thank you like comment follow 
Um, I hope you brought got some value from this. And if you are growing a business or have a friend or peer that's growing a business and you took some value from this entrepreneurial story, uh, you know, share it with them. And, and, and of course, I, I hope we're bringing value to everybody here. And without a doubt, thank you so much for being here today. Super unique story, super unique person. What a great story and um, what a product to come out of it. I, I really just loved it. And um, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, how would they how would they get in touch? Well, it's uh, probably the best way is through Instagram, power.pieces uh, in its heroic adornment. So when you get on the page, you'll see a heroic adornment and uh, you'll see me and I'm holding up this little piece like this. <laughs> so that's how you know you're on the right page because there's a, I, I think that power pieces heroic adornment really says it all and um but instagram is the best right now um i'm if you want to go to cosmoda which is cosplay runway that's that's my fashion meets uh comic-con fashion week had a baby with comic-con site um the instagram too and uh we do shows and we're going to do cosplay immersive and you know we'll probably sell the jewelry there too so it's all just really evolving i love i love when business evolves and it, or, um, it evolves organically and authentically and um it comes from a person's life and you know somebody said to me this is a culmination of everything you've done from the modeling to the curating to the you know uh, creation and uh, event coordination and you know comic books and i i said yeah you're right it is really all about fashion and it is all about comics and then a lot of the proceeds go to the foundation that i started it's the mark grunwald foundation for the arts so you know the energy and the empowering of the piece is empowering people for their education too. So it's all, it's just a great feel good story. I think for me, <laughs> uh, I love it. Well, it was a pleasure meeting you got meeting you and guys, again, it's power.pieces on Instagram, just at power.pieces, check her out. It's been a pleasure to meet you. Can't wait to, um, you know, build a relationship further with you and uh, watch you crush this thing. Yeah, I love it. Thank you, Anthony. Catch Jeweler signing out.